Hello, we are back. Hello, everyone. With another episode of The Nail Carter. <laughs> We're your hosts. I'm Rain, and this is Shante. Shante is yes, with us today. Girl, I am. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so what are we discussing today? Money, money, money. Mm-mm. We must be funny. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So money values investments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So how do you want to start? Let us start with your um the ideas you had about money when you were younger. And by younger I mean um anywhere before you were 20. Ah, I don't think I had any ideas about money before I was 20. Mm-hmm. Even before I was 30, mm-hmm. to tell you the truth. Like mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. money to me has always been like something that you think about when you're an adult. Honestly. And by 30, you didn't think Honestly, you were by 30, sadly, <laughs> sadly, I did not know that I was an adult. Of course. I just came to the shocking realization that I was an adult. Mm-hmm. And to make matters worse, I was an adult that was worth nothing. Ow. <laughs> no Ouch. money to my name. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What I remember distinctly about money when I was growing up is my dad used to always say this thing, especially when he was giving us like pocket money or upkeep and that sort of thing. Mm. He would always say, um, act like a rich man's daughter but spend like a poor man's daughter. So I always had this idea that you should always look like you're put together, mm. but when it comes to spending, mm. you have to be really frugal. Like, mm. Don't spend money on unnecessary things. The basics always come first. Um, yeah, so that's basically, that was my idea about money, that money was to be spent on important stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, how has that changed? I I want to first hear about your experience. Well, as a child, I remember one of the things that my father used to talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, He used to emphasize what his own mother had told him, which was Mm -hmm. an idea that, um, I don't quite remember how he used to phrase it, but the the point was not to borrow, yeah? yeah? That being in debt, indebted to somebody, takes something from you. So uh, if you want for none, you know, you, you don't need, if you can't, if you can't afford it, you don't need it. Yeah. So don't go borrowing money from people because yeah. then when, you know, you owe people, it was atto- attached to so many other things. Yes. But his thing was really, really on borrowing of money. And I remember, so when we'd be going to school, you know, we'd be given this tiny pocket some of pocket money and it was jammed down to us that you know what it needs to work for you like find a way to make this work yeah yeah my 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 I, I, my parents were very different in their approaches to funds my mom is one of those who for whom money money um came to be used right and so she she was she was um mm. should make should find a small sum and should find an envelope for all of the trade. Right. And so we, we should should stretch her meager income to 
accommodate or you know afford us a lifestyle that was really really decent yeah my father on the other hand was one of those ones of you hold your money tight to your fist so mm-hmm. even as children when we were given you know change to go and buy biscuits or whatever it was you had to come back with a balance like account for this so you were given uh-huh. And then you you come back with a balance. Where's the balance? Even if it's a coin, there had to I be balance. Sweet, that like that was not it. The purpose of your trip was to go and get. When you were asking me for money, you asked for money for this. You said it was this amount, and yeah. I gave you extra by even, you know, x amount of coins. So where's my change? So it, he, I, I do appreciate that one of some of the things I learned early on were to have. A relationship with money where I did not see it as um, um, a definer of my life, meaning it was not, I, I, I was, based on both experiences, right, coming from my father's side for whom money was about, it, it has a function and you should be able to come back with, you know, with, with the, the balance. So you had to learn how to spend your money. And my mom who was rather generous, but you knew how to stretch it. Mm-hmm. Even at a younger age, I would be given money to run projects inside of home. And I do mean this was before I was 10. There would be household projects, and it would not be small sums, but I was taught early to do repairs, like, you know, the the plumber is coming or whatever is happening, and I would be given the money, and I would be asked to account for it. So when the plumber comes, he's going to ask for money for nuts and bolts and all of these other things. Mm -hmm. So how I needed to come back and give an accounting for it. So that is what I remember. And my sister and I keep on joking about us having a good relationship with money only for the fact that we were taught to think of money as a means to an end as opposed to the end itself. Yeah. yeah? yeah. So that was our school of thought. Yeah. How has it changed for you? It's kind of, actually, it's kind of, the stories are kind of similar. My mom was also a little bit the same. And so how has it changed for me? My God. Um, I'm not quite sure. I'm still, I feel like I'm still an amateur when it comes to understanding money, especially the value of money. Because mm. we all know money is just a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. But um, what value do, do you attach your money to? Like, what is it worth to you? Mm. And I think for me... I started really taking my relationship with money seriously maybe five years ago. And this was me at 31 years old. Imagine how I'm serious. So that makes you uh, 16 now? No, (laughs) stop! Yeah. um, It's so crazy. And I think it's like like we've talked about our background with money. It's such an important thing and it, it sticks to you. Mm. So if you grow up and you're not worried about money and you're not exposed to the things that money can do, you kind of grow up thinking money will always be there. So things like saving, I never really thought about saving and yet I had heard about saving all my life. Save, but if someone doesn't show you how to save, I know there are certain things that you need to learn and do for yourself, but um, I guess it also comes with money also kind of comes with, what can I call it, like mental, like you also have to be mentally prepared to understand money 
And I think for me, that's what has happened to me recently. When I started to understand, okay, money is not just about making money. It's about growing money. It's mm. about the value of money. That's when I started thinking, okay, it's necessary for me to start planning for my money, to start investing, to start um, um, maybe like thinking about tools and gaining skills, financial skills and things of the sort. So for me, um, I think I'm kind of like in the early stages of investing and things like that. So I can't really say like today, what we're talking about, I'm not going to be speaking from a point, from a point of like expertise. Um, it's going to just be about like my experience, the things that I've learned along the way. So yeah, so for me, money right now is all about invest, finding a way of investing it, growing it. Mm. What are the tools out there that you can use to make the most of the money that you're making right now? So we all have, either you have a job or you have a business. In my case, I have a business. And the first seven years, five or seven years of running my business mm -hmm. was making just enough money to pay myself. Actually, I didn't pay myself in the first years of my business. Mm -hmm. Just pay uh, my staff. And it's, I think in my fifth year of business is when I got my first salary. Mm -hmm. So before that, I couldn't really say that I had money to put aside to save or any of anything of the sort. Mm. It was basically having money just enough for me to leave mm. and to pay my staff. Mm. Now, when my business started to grow, mm. I noticed that after you pay your bills, mm. after you pay your staff, after you pay yourself, mm. now that you have some money left over, mm. Some of it will definitely go back into the business. Now, what happens to the rest of it? Now, before, what would happen to the rest of that money? I would eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that went into, like, funding my social lifestyle, going out with friends, going for brunch, buying clothes, just spending it on the most useless, well, I can't really say useless stuff, but um just having fun with money let's say not really um respecting it i can say so that happened and it's only till i think we were out sometime and you were telling me about some of the investments that you've made and that's also something that's really important that when you when you are around people that are investing or that are that have a better relationship with money, you it kind it's kind of like a reflection on you. You notice things. You're like, okay, my friend is thinking about saving. I'm not thinking about saving. Like, it, it kind of clicks. Mm. If, if you're not exposed to that kind of thinking, you just live in your bubble. And for me, I was literally living in a bubble. Um, I was just happy enough that my business was actually now making money. So I was like. I got to a place where I was in my comfort zone. I was like, okay, I can pay my people. I can pay myself. I have a little a little left over. So now let me chill. I am living the life. But as you grow older, more responsibilities come into play. And you realize that also the money that you have left over is now not enough. And you need to start thinking about things like investment. So you actually introduced me to um investing i knew about saving 
but you save your money and then what? Mm. Um, they always tell you save for a rainy day. I happen to be one of those people that's lucky enough. I consider myself really, really blessed that I never fall sick. I come from a family of very healthy people. Um, all my siblings are doing well in their professions. So it's not like I need to take care of any of my siblings mm. or my cousins. Mm. Mm. Well, maybe like distant cousins, but our family is really small to, a, to the point that we don't even have, in my culture, we don't have that, that culture of paying a relative school fees unless they're really close. And usually that burden will fall on the parents. It won't really fall on the children. Mm -hmm. So I haven't been exposed to stuff like that, having to maybe help a cousin or fund someone else school fees. So all the money I made was for myself. I didn't have to, to you know, take on any responsibilities that were not mine. So, yeah. That's basically how I am with my money. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you were surprised that you were the first person to I was. Business. Seriously. You were. Wow. Yeah. Okay. As you look so at that. Tell me, tell me, tell me. How did you start thinking about Because I feel like you've been way ahead of me when it comes to like money stuff. Like I feel like generally you're just an independent person. So I'm sure your story must be a little bit different. Yeah. And I'm sure people would love to hear. Well, outside. I... Mine was really a case of yes, you are correct. I I had to I've, I've, I learned to be a little more in, independent early on. Mm. I was given responsibilities, like I mentioned, as a child that involved money, but um, I think it was a, a bit of conditioning where you know I had always listened to this narrative that our family are not business people. All of us have to be professionals and and you know go through the grind you work hard huh? you the only way you'll be successful is by working really hard and and tough and even there you know once you've settled in a good middle you 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 you've arrived really Ta target the, the upper middle you, you're good with good. that yes but you know it's all about hard work and it's all about and so I always wanted to demystify this mm. I kept thinking, surely we are on this earth with different journeys, right? And I started, you know, picking up on, on books, listening to speakers, even on YouTube, like just people who be sharing their, you know, their their uh, their experiences with money or, or with finances in general, right? At this point, like how old are you? Uh, this started when I was maybe, I want to say possibly 20. T1-ish. So you see, at that point, I was still living on transferred income. I mm. lived abroad. I lived mm -hmm. in a country where, uh, as a, a uh, um, non-native, I was not allowed to work mm. on my student visa, mm. uh, visa. And it wasn't like there were even opportunities to clean a restaurant or even stuff. They were not there. And as well, some people found ways. I, I remember I came from a conditioning, yeah, that you work really hard, you get good, you know, that whole process. So I remember starting to read about it and I remember thinking about having a number in my head. By the time I'm a certain age, I want to have a certain amount of money. But then I've been conditioned to believe the only way I'll get this is by being employed, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, there are, only, there are only two ways to make more money, right? Mm -hmm. Either, I mean, there are only two ways to have a lot of money. Either 
you make more mm-hmm. or you spend less. There's no other way around it, really. It's one of those things, right? Yeah. So you either find ways to make more money, mm-hmm. and when that fails, <laughs> you, just you just spend less, right? Yeah. And I remember uh, somebody having a conversation. So, you know, I kept on being in curious about this, but again, I was living on tra- off of transferred income at that point. So yes, there for me at that point, saving was really critical because I got income in in a few tranches in a week. I mean, in in, in a year. So you're given your 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 due, you know your your money that your rent, your 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 tuition, your upkeep at the beginning of the year, and you have to make it work. Or Meanwhile, it could be it could even happen even twice in a year. Like, okay. and I had three semesters, and I'm given all of the funds. So then I had to understand, I quickly started mm-hmm. having to calibrate myself. But listen, yeah. first select what are the critical areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very important for me to come up with a budget. Right, Like from campus, I learned budgeting was there because even in the, I, I lived with a group of friends and I sort of became the, you know, that like the, the cash, house mother, right? Cash madam. As in, no, 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 not cash madam, but the one who did our, you know, build planning and, oh, and, okay. and pay our rent and, and, and do all of those things. So my house has just had this whole idea of, listen, Erin, are you good with it? Mm-hmm. You, here's our money, you pay, you, you know, sort out our bills, sort out our stuff. And so I was planning for not just myself, yeah. but for everybody else. That is good training. Now, the thing is, yes, for them, I, I cannot speak to how much they were being, get, probably they were getting more. I, I Again, humble, you know, humble background. I wasn't receiving crazy sums of money and while yes people had possibly had after you know doing whatever they needed to do possibly had issues of um you know extra money to go and and have rather lavish lifestyles party mine was i needed to adjust right Mm -hmm. to make sure that i had a good time but it was a good time within my budget and so coming up with a budget in that in that age the age group from the time i was 19 to by the time i got out of campus I, it was important for me to have to operate on a budget. I recognize how much I'm going to get. It's not going to get more. So remember, either you know make more or or spend less. Mm-hmm. And so coming up with a budget meant that I needed to write down every month. Listen, what are the critical areas? My land. I need a roof over my head. I'm in a strange land. I can't afford to be on this street. Right. Yeah. I needed to make sure that I had enough money for to have cleared of my tuition because I was not going to be that, that person who's that, you know, university director reached out to my parents all the way in Uganda telling them, uh, we haven't received tuition for this. But like that was not going to be my narrative. There've been so many stories. Yes. And there were so many people who went through this, mm-hmm. like many people who came, they were given this money and the country was, it was one of those of, it's a new experience and you're young, everything's exciting. I'm thinking like, how did you make your budget and stick to it? It was, uh, it was, I, I think it was uh, recognizing what my priorities were. Mm. And I did identify my priorities real fast. Mm. I recognized that the country had, that I was in, had the capacity to, su- to support every kind of lifestyle. And everything was fabulous. I'm sure everyone was dying to know what what place is this. Please, can you listen? (laughs) Everything was fabulous, but um, and and remember, we were living without our parents. We are just you know crossing over from our teens to our twenties. 
everything is unique and exciting right. oh and you just God. want to try everything. Mm-hmm. However, it was always important for me to remember a few things. Number one, who I am, <laughs> meaning meaning this. Uh, who I am, is it takes on very many things. Who I am in terms of who I am as in who my people are, okay? Like, <laughs> I would be on the next flight out of that country. <laughs> Oh, God, I love it. <laughs> but also to recognize that um, it, it also came very quickly close to uh, um, with my, my idea of my value system of what myself, yeah. developing my, my own identity and my value system. Mm-hmm. But listen, I needed to very quickly recognize that validation should not come by me necessarily always having to invest in things that mm-hmm. were so expensive that went over my budget line. Yeah. So I didn't necessarily have to have the latest, whatever it was. Mm. And yet I liked, I, there are things that I really liked. So for you example, like instead nice of my budget, things. yes, I love nice you things. So like nice I remember one of the things that I, I told myself, no matter how it plays out, mm-hmm. I will always have a new, and the, the nicest one of these was perfumes. I love nice perfumes. And I remember mm-hmm. I would always be jumping on a train to go to this, you know, fancy stores, to yeah. you know, to Calvin Klein store, like a uh, like uh, Elizabeth Arden, just to just go and 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 get this nice. I love perfume, so that was something that I I recognized it was important to me, and so it went into my budget, right? Okay. So I, I I attached a value for as long as I felt it was important to me that listen, I recognize myself for my. For being this person, mm-hmm. I love this thing, and I'm not necessarily going to deny myself on account of, you know. Yeah. However, there were other nice things. There were trips we could, that could have been had. There were so many other activities that but money could have been. To choose. Yes, I had to choose. That listen, perhaps not now. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe some other time. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess also putting into like consideration your parents. The flight out have would have been immediate. Flights. Correct. To yes. send you to this place and to give you money. So the least you can do is at least take care of the basics. Yes. Stuff. So yes. That I totally get. Yeah. yeah. So I made sure that you know those. Oh, I those always you know food. You know, um, stuff. You know, hygiene products and stuff. I made sure I actually had my budget was very granular. So anything over and above that, mm-hmm. right, was now income that I could use for other things. In fact. It helped me so much that by the time I was uh, leaving the university, in fact, I have a story about about ah, this money. Yes. But the time I was leaving university, I had enough some money left over to fund a bit. I think half of my 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 uh, flight back home. Uh huh. Mm. Like After my university. From what you had saved, yes. Okay. Yeah. So if if you, you didn't have to ask your parents to send you money, they did. They did send. You know, I had a lot of clearance and all of those things. Right. Four years. You know, it was a four year course, and mm-hmm. you you build things. You 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 okay. lived a life, right? Yeah. But in terms of the actual flight ticket, mm-hmm. I had enough money saved up to do at that, least half. Yeah. That's yeah. something. Yeah. So you were not coming home empty, like. Completely empty. Yes. Minutes. Although, you know, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Damn. But yes, yeah, so early on, learning how to save was 
it was important for me. Mm. And I had to learn by being in a situation where, listen, there were so many Ugandans in that place and all of us from very different, diverse income Girl, groups, me. right? And so, yes, I would see people, you know, and people would have all the latest name, whatever you want to mm-hmm. think of, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, we would all want these things. But remembering my who I am was the core, like, who, again, who I am is many things. Yeah. And some people forget. Yes, some correct. Some people do forget. And yeah. then you get, that's when you get into situations and you're like, how did I get here? Correct. And it's I saw so many people to, in like, debt. imitate someone else's life, not knowing what they have. Yeah. And... I, there were some sad stories of some kids who came from, I, I believe it was Botswana. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there were some, a few people who may have committed suicide because it just because gets swallowed up. Yes. And then suddenly okay. you have all of these, how do you go back home and tell your government, yeah. listen, I spent the money I didn't rolling. And, yes. Oh, Lord. You know, it, 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 it's sad. Mm-hmm. People, and at that age, you're so impressionable. Mm. But I feel like I, I think, I don't know, but I've always had this impression that you, you're always like on the outside looking in. Yes. You I, kind of have that ability to take yourself out yeah. and be like, okay, this all this foolishness. <laughs> I do not think um, it's for me. So you're like... I, I agree. Mm. I, I don't know where I got that from. It might be the fact that so I, give I feel that... Superpower. <laughs> I've I've always been that person who's yeah. able to to stand outside and take stock of what is happening and mm. figure out whether this is my I don't get swept up by things very immediately. Yeah? So the things I that I actually hand. get into <laughs> my thing is that I can get caught up, but I recognize real fast. Mm. Like I learn my lesson on the I, I don't wait to get into the a event. really bad situation yeah, yeah. I, I kind of get burnt and i'm like ooh, mm, mm, ooh, mm, 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 ooh. Yeah. i actually don't get i get close to the fire and i i, I feel it yeah and i'm like okay okay slow down yeah. slow down back up and yeah mm. yeah i also always go back to um remember where you came from mm. this is not your life yeah yeah so Okay, so then about, you know, getting into the investments, Mm -hmm. that one happened after I had come back, um, after, you know, university, and I came back, and I I have had some very interesting role models in my family, and I do mean even in the extended family, people who have really played the investment game Mm -hmm. and come out on top. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I, I have relatives who invested in everything from small companies as in startups to you know the larger companies and yeah. people who are big on things like treasury bills and and all of these different right. avenues right and the thing i have appreciated about my family very much you know how in 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 africa i don't know if it's an african thing or just a cultural thing we are a bit afraid to talk about money we even are, when we are giving money you sort of fold it Right, you fold it, hand it under the table, as so though it's this big evil thing that should not be. My you never sister. count money in public. My sister is always laughing, at, and I didn't think it was even a thing. Mm. But she told me, Nina, the way you take money out of your wallet says a lot about you. Yeah, and I noticed 
every time I was going to like pay for something or take money, I would like fold it, right? I would, it, I would be like, I want to give it, I don't want to give like make up your mind. Yes. You're you're so right. We attach a certain, I don't know, superpower to this thing called money. I remember one time when I was in in, uh, secondary school, my sister had a wallet. I had never owned a wallet before. (laughs) I used to think it was so fabulous. She was was in university. Now, she always lined her bills uh, by by value, Mm -hmm. and they were always straight. So I remember this one time we go to the supermarket and then she opens her wallet and she pulls money out and it's a crisp bill, right? And she hands it over with no shame in the world. And I remember thinking, oh my God, this is momentous. I was so used to receiving money. Oh when you're paying you, the money, the note is folded as if you're ashamed. That you... Girl, it's a thing. Know, there was it's something about it. It created an image in my head yeah. that money is money. Yes. It's, it's a piece of paper, mm-hmm. and then the thing that it, it does for you is where the value of it lies. Thank you very much. And it, it really, ch- it, it was one of those, it was a it's a visual, <laughs> yes. It, like, it triggered something, and I always attribute it to my sister. Yeah. I saw her pulling out money in a crisp, yes. like, with no shame, right? Mm-hmm. Like, here's the cash, like. I'm paying for my Yes, stuff, I'm paying for I'm my good. service. Yeah. I had never thought. You never seen that. It was always money. Money was always Fidgety. folded. It's, it's like in a back yes, correct. The coins fall out. You don't have enough. Like yes. you, you get money from one pocket to and then move the, it the to the other, and another. Yeah, and you're like, dude. Yeah, like come on now. Come yeah, come on. Okay. Um. So yeah, I I just I appreciate the lesson that I learned from. That particular experience. That, that's such a life-changing lesson, by the way. And it's such a small, it's not some, it's a visual, you know, you, you needed to be looking for it to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I appreciate what money can do for us. I recognize, oh yes, the thing that I learned that really changed my life. Yeah. Cumulative interest. Tell me about the idea that if yeah. you're saving money, mm-hmm. it needs to be making money for you, but not just regular old money or it's sitting on a, an ordinary bank account. Mm-hmm. In saving, find a mechanism where you're saving and being able to get cumulative interest. That moves it into the place of an investment. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Pause. Pause. Let's start over. Mm, mm, mm. What is cumulative interest and what are we talking about here are we talking about a certain kind of saving uh like a financial product Mm -hmm. yeah um so it doesn't necessarily have to be a financial product Mm. but it could be Mm -hmm. so the idea is most of us view money as what it is really just the kind of the visual representation of what money is the cash or the number, you know, for if you're now more into the digital space of, of money, you'll notice that we're, we're doing a lot of cashless transactions now. Uh, cumulative simply means that whatever mechanism you're using to say, this is where I started from, right? Whatever mechanism I'm using to save my money, yeah. money must be growing yeah. on top of it. Mm-hmm. As a result of it, okay. the principle okay. it, yeah. okay? 
Meaning uh, that if money is being put in my bank, I'm saving money in a bank account, mm-hmm. and that bank account is not growing this money for me, cumulatively, yes. mm-hmm. it's doing nothing for me. Cumulatively, the way cumulatively... You know, these basic savings accounts give you a sort of simple interest. The balance, you know, you're given a, a bit of money off of uh, the amount that is on your current account. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With cumulative interest, the way it would grow is this, that you started with the principal. Mm. You get interest the first time. That interest is added to the principal. Mm-hmm. So it's now the principal plus X. Yes. And interest is added to principal plus X. Mm-hmm. It now becomes principal plus X plus Y. Mm. And interest is added to principal plus X plus Y, as opposed yeah. to simple interest where principal, interest for that month. Yes. Next time, principal, Interest for the, the interest meaning, is like yes. Zilch. So here, the principal keeps on growing, right? As the interest also keeps on growing. Okay, okay. So that, that sounds like a, fin- a financial product. There are different people who offer different financial products. Yeah. Uh, some are banks with you know some sort of financial package. Mm-hmm. Um, you could even think of a fixed deposit as a you know accumulative interest. Mm-hmm. Arrangement, however, perhaps the interest rate would be a little lower. Yeah. But the idea here is your money. You need to. We need to stop thinking of money as just money. Yeah. And begin to move it into the space of how do we transition it to being an investment thing. Now, before yeah. you can go into an actual investment and on, on investing in whether it's agriculture, um, property, mm. or all the other avenues that there are. How do we start with the, the easiest the basic, ones? The most yes, especially for an economy like ours. Yeah. Because, you know, we do not have a lot of um, tools or awareness. Mm-hmm. Saving is a good thing. It's a very good place to start. Mm-hmm. It indicates that a, a level of financial maturity that, listen, I've come to the recognition that one day yes. I am going to need an extra 50,000 shillings that I will not have in my wallet at that point. Mm-hmm. And so if I have a source, Think about the experience we've just had with COVID. A lot of people have lost their jobs. Right. A lot of people have... By the way, that was like a whole other... Yes. Such an eye-opener. It is. It is. But like imagine now, starting with just the basic on. saving, right? People who had not been saving and you've lost your job. How are we going to do this? And saving does not mean you have an, a lot of money happening on the back end. But at least you have somewhere to start. Start with something. Yeah. Start with something. It doesn't matter how much money you make. Mm. And again, this makes a lot more sense in this Ugandan context where really our incomes can range from um, what to the most minimum $30 a month, you know, yeah. and, and, and beyond, and even less, right? But even with what you have, number one, the first thing I learned, budget. Right? Yeah. It starts with you knowing who you are, okay? <laughs> Let's start there. Mm-hmm. You budget for your money. Then you get into that space of listen, okay? Inside of your budget lines, right? Mm-hmm. There must be a very important line called saving. In fact, for me now, with my current budgets now, the very first item on my list before I pay off everybody else, mm-hmm. I call it pay arena. So I put inside of my savings, the very first thing is very pay important. arena. Yeah. 
And I have an amount that I know, and it has to keep on going as my income grows, yes. right? It, it, so if, if it's a percentage, that percentage means the actual value of it mm-hmm. will increase, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to. You, you have don't to. have to be a very wealthy person to start saving. Because think about it. If a person is saving 10,000 shillings in a month, after 52, no, sorry, in a, in a week, mm-hmm. after 52 weeks in a year, that is not bad money at all. And no, they started with 10,000 shillings. As in, even if you... <laughs> Numbers is something that I'm really not good at, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, you have to save according to like Nina has to save according to what Nina makes. Yeah. Nina will save according to yes. what Nina makes. Correct. Don't try to copy and paste. Yes, there's no one formula. There's really but no one number for everybody. To save no one formula to grow your income. They but the thing is, basic principles. Yeah. And if you're lucky enough once in a while you can be one of those people that goes beyond yeah the norm yeah yeah and it's good to be optimistic but mm. on top of being optimistic you also have to be very realistic yeah and for me the one thing I know about my because I feel like in this area we're a bit different mm. you, you seem to have like um, a good grasp on like money and financial things whereas my case like you have to explain to me a gazillion times, and even then, I may not get it. So, I know now. I I know exactly how I am when it comes to money. Um, I'm kind of like a dummy. So I I even the 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 kind of uh, financial knowledge I try to get is the basic of basics. So you don't have to go and do all these complicated things. Yeah, start with the basics. Yeah. There's a book that I, I read recently. I think it's called Financial tips for dummies and when i say dummies i mean it in like the best way possible Mm. it doesn't mean you're dumb or you're stupid yeah it just means that you don't you don't there are some people that see numbers and understand numbers yeah and it makes sense to them Mm. for me numbers are like it's like you're showing me the devil Mm. and Mm. it's it's something that I, i recognize in myself and of course i'm trying to educate myself but at the same time, I know that it's a, it's a weakness. So when you know where your weakness is, mm. then you know how to help yourself, where to get help from. And some of these, like the financial package uh, products that are, let, let's, let's talk about uh, something like um, shares, um, things like treasury just saving, treasury bills, mm. bonds, and stuff like that. There are companies like UAP, um, the, the one SCA. that you ICA, uh, the one you introduced me to, Jubilee. Mm. They have packages. Mm. So sometimes when you think about okay, investing, saving, you're like you have to do it yourself. Mm. There are organizations and companies that have literally put this stuff in together, in simplified, packages, yes. simplified. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to go and. <laughs> like do a PhD on, on finance Correct. to save and yeah. grow your money. There are people yeah. that have done that for you. Mm. So once you seek out this this kind of product, this kind of tools and this kind of knowledge, you kind of make things easier for yourself. Correct. So your only part, the only part you have to play is to just be smart with your money. Mm-hmm. Save your money and know where you can put it so that it can grow. And what do you call it? 
<laughs> cumulative. Cumulative income. Do the whole cumulative income thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I appreciate in what you've said, the fact that you recognize that this is a learning curve. No one, mm-hmm. none of us has it figured out. If mm-hmm. I did, I would be a whole lot richer. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it is in being able to, one, recognize that this is a, an area that I need to learn more. Yeah. And so in, in learning more about ways to do things better and then actually doing, it doesn't help to learn and then just sort of let it sit there and fester. Yes. Right? You have to put it. Try it and see how it works for you. And And some things won't work. Some will. Yeah. But then you always have to be seeing a number. Like, I I don't recall who said it, but that we should all have a number. Mm. At the end of the year, I have a number. I I keep looking at it in my head. I did say that she had a number. Mm. Um, I think she has this story where she talked about she was doing she was doing a show with I think um, one of the big networks mm. and she got to a point where she accidentally saw um the salary of her co-host who was a man and they were doing the exact same job exact same hours but her money was significantly yes. lower than his mm. so she went into the the hr or whoever it is that pays them and was like, um, I think there's been a mistake. Um, yeah, my check kind of seems to it's be a bit light. light. <laughs> so what's up with that? Mm. And I, I don't remember exactly what she said the reason was. Mm. But of course, knowing what it was, seeing it for what it is now, she was, her co-host was white and male. She was black and female. We all know that women make significantly way less than men. She put those things together. Of course, she asked for more money and she was, I think, turned down or they did give her more money, but it wasn't the exact same as her her, her what? Her co-host. But she was like, after seeing that, there was no going back. Mm. There's no way she was going to go back to her job where she knew that she was doing the exact same same uh, thingy job and she was being paid significantly less. Yeah. So she had a number in her mind when she went into the office and she said this is what she wanted. And when her boss said no, she was like, do say, <laughs> peace out. And I think she got another offer and this time she had a number. Mm. And when she gave her number, she got her number. Right. So, yeah. So, you're right. You're right about having a number and really sticking to it. Yeah. And it, it helps you. It does. It helps you. Because no one ever sees you the way you want to be Girl. seen. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they have to pay you for it. So, mm-hmm. we see you a bit less. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So... I, I set for myself financial targets for the end of the year. And remember, it's one of those, either increase your income or decrease your expenditure. So, you know, I, I have this figure in my head that by then I should be worth this amount of money. Your How I'm going to get there, yeah? Now that is the rest of the year to get it get it happen, you know, make it happen. And so, And that moves us quickly into the conversation of, moving away from money into wealth creation Mm -hmm. and the idea of establishing what your net worth is, right? right? 
and that is it's 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 a sum of very many things you know when you actually take stock of yourself like have you ever taken time to just evaluate yeah you know in terms of my you know current holdings in my names things that you know if someone put this <laughs> valued these things this is yeah. what I'd be worth yeah i think it's a good it's good to always do it but not for the i don't believe in doing it in a a competitive fashion of yeah, me have. versus somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the idea of me of 2020 versus me of 2019. Mm. That is a competition I like because the rest is just so demoralizing. Ooh. Some people are given assets by their grandpappies. Like, that's not my story. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I know. But what, when you do that exercise of finding out what you're worth. It's very sobering. It's sobering. And the good thing about it is that it will accelerate whatever plans you have about your money. Yeah. If you were thinking like here, mm. like at the bottom, mm. you will be like, okay, I need to do something. Yeah. So that takes me into like, what are the places where you get your, let's say, because I know many times, um, it's like right now Google is like our our savior. Mm. Whenever you want to this topic is so juicy. It is so large though. I know, right? <laughs> and we definitely cannot cover everything about, you know, making all this fabulous money moves. Yes, we can't. And so we need to do this again. We do. I'm saying a part two of this, yeah. I am so here for it. I love it. Let's do it. Join us again for the next episode of Making money moves. Yes. <laughs> All right.